Hello, my name is Anna, and if you're into scary stories and creepy real-life happenings, then I think you will love my podcast. Let me tell you a scary story. Join me every week as I read to you stories of the paranormal that actually happen to ordinary people. These are things that can't be explained and don't always make much sense, and they are sure to intrigue and to give you the shivers. So join me on your favourite podcast listening platform and let me tell you a scary story. Hey there, this is Erica Kelly, host of Southern Fried True Crime. I cover contemporary and historical cases and I love listener suggestions. And like any good gossip, I'm interested in anyone and anything. Come join me as I explore the dark underbelly of the Deep South. I'm a one-woman show in a narrative format, kind of like sitting by the fire and listening to a story. So pull up a chair and subscribe if you're interested. I'd love to have you. You can find me on any of your favorite podcast apps. Just search for Southern Fried True Crime. Until then, y'all take care. Trolls and aliens and unicorns? Oh my indeed. Although the movies of today are great, the gems of the silver screen lay in the past. Does the comedic review and first time viewing the movies of the past sound good to you? Then Yesteryear is right up your alley. Join me, James, and my co-host Beth as we journey through the movies that have paved the way through the years. With quick wit and hilarious banter, Yesteryear is sure to entertain. So grab your favorite movie time snack and head on over to yesteryear. And as they say, we'll see you at the movies. Welcome to State of Fear Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Joining me as always on this fantastical ride is my buddy. Good evening. That's James right there. This with is the, James, man. How's everybody doing this evening? The sultry tones. How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. What episode number is this? Number 34? Number 34. Welcome to episode 34. This time we are doing... North Carolina. North Carolina. North yes. Kakalaki, as is also known. Um, let me guess. Okay, so give me some story you have about North Carolina going there. I knew you was going to ask me. Yep. I'm going to take the very first thing I did. I got off the plane in Charlotte. Okay. And I went straight to the barbecue place. Ooh, nice. Uh, 
And I like I said, every time this happens and I skew, yeah, I don't have the name of the place. But oh, man, alive, this man. place. They, I mean, of course, North Carolina is famous for their barbecue. They yeah, have yeah, a different yeah. style. They're not like Texas barbecue. They use vinegar a lot and stuff like that. Right. But it's tasty food. It's also the home of Ric Flair. Oh, Woo! yeah, that's right. Yeah. But <laughs> nice. I'm going to tell you what, but uh, yeah, nice state. Weren't, I wasn't there very long, okay. but that is my story. I had this plate. It was enormous. I am not joking. The plate was like 16 inches in diameter and was wow. loaded loaded with meat. And I... <laughs> Man, that's a lot of I, meat. I, I, I Holy cow. I could, it was nuts. But yeah, that's the very first thing we did. And then we hauled yeah. ass to South Carolina. And then we went back north again. But yeah, McCoy's Southwest... I'm, I'm going to give him a plug. McCoy's Southwest Smokehouse and Saloon. That's brother. where you went to have 16-inch plate that, of where barbecue, that huh? monster plate. The, the, <laughs> I'm sorry, the what meat, was that? The what? The monster what? platter. It's like they took a whole damn cow and <laughs> threw that bitch on a plate. I'm going to tell you what, though, man. It is good eating. But that is how you barbecue, man. You put the whole cow on the plate. Damn right. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, like I said, North Carolina is today's state, and we are going to be discussing the Blue Ridge Encounters. So, Blue Ridge Mountain. Blue Ridge Encounters. Shenandoah. Before we get to that, let's get into some fun <laughs> state facts, shall we, James? Indeed we shall, Do you want sir. to start us off this week, buddy? Oh, you want to make me read about the donuts? What are you trying to say? That I, you love cause donuts. Because I'm, I'm a little portly around the midsection. You hey. want me to talk about uh, the donuts, bro? I, I got me a gut, too. We both love donuts. We are both cops in training. I will do that. All right. World-famous Krispy Kreme donuts started out in North Carolina. The first Krispy Kreme donut was made on July 13th, 1937. What they do? Just make one and say, <laughs> let's, 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 is this any good? Let's find that's out. That's it. We, got, we, we perfected it. Shut it down. <laughs> We've made the perfect donut. Founder Vernon Rudolph got a secret recipe from a chef in New Orleans. Well, apparently that's it wasn't cool. that big a secret. Which means and that it was a voodoo recipe, which is why everybody's addicted to them now. I guess so. Yeah. And, they, and then he finally decided to open a donut shop. The shop was opened in the town that was Salem, but is now Winston-Salem. Originally, Rudolph planned to sell only to grocery stores, but he got so many requests from passersby that he started selling them too. Quit cocaine on them. That was Hell a glaze. yeah. And everybody got fucking hooked. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I'm a Shipley's guy here in Houston. Yeah. Love them Shipley's donuts, but Krispy Kremes is some mighty fine bacon. You know, it's funny. I've got to say the donuts that I've tried, I've tried Krispy Kreme, uh-huh. I've tried Shipley's, I've done the Dunkin', of course, because that's what we grew up on. Oh, yeah. You know, it was it was a, the staple in the 80s and 90s. Yep. But the best donut that I still love today, believe it or not, is an H-E-B yeast donut. They are very good. They're chocolate glaze. Yep. It is perfection. Yep. To me. To me, it tastes better than any donut I've ever had. Imp- what, what is that? Impman, I think they are. What is that? That's a special kind of donut. They got a chocolate donut that's oh, really good, okay. too. And I have Impman had or something. I have had voodoo donuts in uh, Austin. Yes. Those are yes, good, too. they are. They that are was actually too. on an episode of Man vs. Food. They had it because they make the, the the voodoo doll yeah. donuts and they oh yeah you know, so but it was on there so man let me tell I you that. I went with uh, Kristen and I, my wife and I went to a uh, um, bachelor was it bachelorette party or bachelor party no what was it? it it was some party we went to for some friends who were getting married okay uh, but it was like a co op co ed thing gotcha and we were all staying in Austin for the night 
And um, that night we proceeded to go down Sixth Street, of course. Oh yeah. You know that's what it was. I'm sorry, it was a birthday. Obviously, it was a birthday. Uh, Someone turned 21. Of course, what they want to do? They want to go to Sixth Street. Get whacked. Yeah. So we did that thing. We walked up and down to the road and got to bars. You know, and got drunk. So at the end of the night, I decided I want donuts. So <laughs> being drunk as shit, we stopped off before we go back to the hotel. Stopped off at Voodoo Donuts and got a dozen of their biggest, craziest fucking donuts mm-hmm. and a bunch of milk. Yep. Went back to the hotel room, sat on the bed, drunk as shit, watching TV, ate three of the donuts, and that was it. That's it. Because <laughs> I got full. That's it. Oh, they're yeah. huge. They're, they're enormous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but they, they are good, though. Absolutely. Babe Ruth, Fayetteville, North Carolina, saw something unique on March 7th, 1914. This is the day that Babe Ruth hit his first professional home run. Fayetteville is also where Ruth got the nickname Babe. He was adopted by Jack Dunn, the manager of the Baltimore Orioles, to keep the player with the team. After other players found out, they started calling him Dunn's Baby, which later got shortened to Babe. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I remember that. He was 19 years old. Wow. I think it was 18 or 19 years old. He, he grew up from the age of seven in the industrial school for boys. Yeah. He was yeah. basically abandoned. Wow. So, yeah, he turns out he was kind of a an a-hole. Oh, yeah. He was you know, a, yeah, he great was ball real, player, but he had some serious issues. Real piece of work. Be careful if you take a ship off Cape Hatteras. There have been over 1,000 ships lost, crashed, or disappeared off Cape Hatteras. How many times are you going to put it in one <laughs> sentence? Cape Hatteras, over in Cape Hatteras, is located by Cape Hatteras Island. Okay, let me try it again. There have been over 1,000 ships lost, crashed, or disappeared off Cape Hatteras. Cape Hatteras is located on Hatteras Island, where the hell else, which is one of the Outer Banks Barrier Islands. That is very rough water, by the way. Oh, yeah. Part of the reason is the area is so dangerous for ships that is the highest risk area for tropical storms and hurricanes on the eastern seaboard. Creepy. Yeah, it's it's real nasty. That's that place where you go through and they have to actually go through channels. Yeah. Because you look out there and there's rocks sticking up in the water right. every freaking where. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, let's build a port here. Perfect. Yeah. Let's challenge our skills as as uh, navigational as experts. Captain and seamen. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> Asheville, North Carolina is a mecca for craft beer lovers. Not me. I hate craft beer. I According think to one recent report, the Mountain Getaway boasts the largest number of breweries per capita in any city in the U.S., including Wicked Weed Brewing, Green Man Brewing, and Highland Brewing Company. Woo! Woo! <laughs> in 1893, one of the world's most famous soft drinks was born in New Bern, North Carolina. A drugstore clerk named Caleb Bradham invented Pepsi. Bastard, I hate Pepsi, which he originally called Brad's Drink. <laughs> it's like Bob's Road. You know, I, the I, like, same thing. I like Brad's Drink better as a name. Yeah. yeah. The former doctor in training believed his syrupy concoction aided digestion and renamed the drink Pepsi Cola in ni- 1898 after the word dyspepsia. Dyspepsia. Interesting. I did, now, not, that, I, that, I didn't know that. I did not now, know is that. that before or after Coke? Was Coke invented first? I don't know. Let's find out. On the fly. Look at this. On the fly. Listen, look at ladies, this. Ladies and gents, on the fly. Coca-Cola was uh, created in 1892. So yeah, before Coke. 
It was before Coke? Yeah, because 18... Oh, one year after, actually. Ah, copycat One bitch. year after, that's right. Yeah, well, Cat. you know what? That's what you get, because Pepsi sucks. You heard me. <laughs> yeah. He's taking an official... An official... Official state, state of fear, fear stance. Pepsi he sucks. He Pepsi. <laughs> if North Carolina ever runs out of sweet potatoes, which are delicious, by the way, Yum. it still has its Christmas tree industry. The state produces between 15 and 20% of the nation's real Christmas trees, including the popular North Carolina Fraser fir. All right, so let's get into some famous people from North Carolina. First yes. off is the gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous Ava Gardner. Ava. So beautiful. Yeah. And then I get the dork. <laughs> Zach. Actually, I'll take the dork because you get the yeah. one after that. I get the funny man, Zach Galifianakis. All right, rock and roll man, Chris Daughtry. Mm-hmm. Fourth place American Idol finisher, but it was the only one of that entire season that went on to go multi platinum. And he finished second in the uh, Mass Singer on second on the second season. I don't watch TV, so I have no That's idea. Okay, what you're he was about, the yeah. Rottweiler. Okay, I mean it's not like giving anything away now because yeah. now the show's over. Oh yeah. All right, uh, sultry, sexy. Pam Greer. Yes. It's from North Carolina. Baby, you were gorgeous. That's what happened right. to your neck? Uh, you, did you see her on uh, on the Arrow? I think it was the the White Knight or whatever it was, the Society yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. that organization was. Oh, yeah. I don't Ooh. know. Uh, maybe it was just, uh, I don't know. Maybe she got old. I don't know. I don't know. But All the right. neck, it just vanished. Let's go. Art Bell, host of the awesome awesome coast to coast radio show yeah art bell uh, r.i.p man the origin yep. the originator of i mean the paranormal yes. supernatural chat radio podcast you name it he started it. he started it. yeah That's great the main yeah r.i.p buddy and last but not least james you need insert a uh, banjo pick here no i'm not doing that just just need to name <laughs> it just read it earl scruggs <laughs> half of the scruggs and what was it? Flat. What is it? What? Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs. Oh, okay. Famous for the Beverly Hillbillies theme. Oh. The Foggy Mountain Breakdown, which is the theme to Bonnie and Clyde, 1967. Okay. They were the two finest, most badass banjoers, period. You know what, though? <laughs> period. Whatever. They ain't, ain't no Merle Haggard, so that's all I'm saying. No. Ain't no Merle Haggard. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, All right, I, man. A, I think that's that's gonna be like the talking <laughs> parrots from the episode. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, we're in trouble. Why don't we woo our way over to the new story of the day, huh? Amen. All right. Headline, October 25th, a Halloween story for today, James? I do, as a All matter right, of let's fact. Hear it, buddy. Since Halloween is approaching. By the time this comes out, it'll be uh, tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Amen. The title of the story today, folks, is Builder's Mission to Prove Houses Are Not Haunted as Halloween Approaches. Now, I want that job. 
Oh yeah, me too. I want that job. I want to go on saying your house is not haunted. Your house is haunted. Your house is haunted. You're screwed. Get out. But this is actually a pretty cool concept, and there yeah. is actually a video that goes with us. And what I'll try to do after the episode drops is I'll try to uh, put the link in there for okay. that video if it, if if I can get it out of the article itself. Yeah, we watched it. It was pretty funny. It was. Pretty it was. Good. Yeah. Article goes: creaking floorboards. No. Weird sounding pipes. No. Tradesman Andy Sims has some good news if you are worried about ghosts in your home as October 31st gets even closer. Here's a hint. Halloween's cool. It's one of the most badass holidays ever, but if the ghost is in the house, it's always going to be in the house. It doesn't like, get worse on Halloween. No, sorry, it doesn't. no it's there all the time. It's, it's watching you sleep. It's watching you shower. Yep. It's saying stop doing naughty things. <laughs> A builder is on a mission to dispel the idea of haunted houses this Halloween and prove that dodgy pipes and creaky stairs are most likely the real culprits. A third of homeowners are convinced they live in a haunted house. <laughs> That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And are bothered by things that go bump in the night. Well, of course they are, because some of this stuff's pretty scary sounding. At least by the recordings we heard. Yeah. But experienced tradesman Andy Sims revealed these ghostly goings-on are much more likely to be simple problems at home in need of fixing. Yeah, just fix your shit. (laughs) (laughs) To help homeowners understand the bangs and hissing which can plague a night's sleep, find a tradesperson service. My Builder has released an informative Seven Deadly Sounds video that addresses the most common nocturnal clatterings. My builder's Andy identifies the noises which came from a broken gutter, mice in the walls, wind coming through a gap in a window, and more. The explainer video titled Ghosts and Guttering Guttering? (laughs) comes after 52% of Brits said they have heard spooky noises at night but haven't been able to identify where they are coming from. Well, as me and you as investigators, that's part of what we do. Yep, we debunk those first. We debunk those first. We always have to look for stuff. We followed a signal uh, on the EMF detector all the way around the room to the spot on the back wall Yep, where there was huge surge coming from from that section where the <laughs> homeowner actually slept, where their head yes. was right next to when they slept. So they were yes. getting all this rampant EMF yep. going into their head. Because they had built, they had built the the top that that was the second floor. They had built that part themselves, yep. and they hadn't properly shielded that wall. Ridiculous. The most common noises reported were a creaking sound, fifty four percent, banging from a radiator, forty nine percent. Radiator for you younger people. In a lot of homes, instead of using a fireplace, they actually use heated water in these metal coils that are along the wall. You see them in older movies and stuff like that. That's all I need to explain about that. And gurgling from a toilet, 26%. That doesn't sound too good. (laughs) An unfortunate 23% have smelt a mysterious odor in their home at night while randomly flickering lights have plagued 42% of homes. It may come as no surprise then that 13% feel their home could benefit from an exorcism. A terrified 44% said they would not explore creepy noises, with 30% saying they'd send their partner to explore instead. (laughs) The poll from my builder also found 52% are scared to tackle home improvement projects on their own. That's a scary thing right there. That's scary. Yeah. The video is part of my builder's Know Your Home campaign, which aims to demystify the issues millions of homeowners face. 
My builders, Andy Sims, said our homes can be scary places if we don't understand them and never more so than in the dead of night. Part of the Queens? No, I have Part no of the idea. Royal Kingdom or He's what? He's got an accent, but yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's royalty then, okay. But every spooky sound has a perfectly common explanation. So before calling an exorcist, find a great tradesperson instead. <laughs> Maybe one that speaks Transylvanian. That's awesome. I still, I want that job. Yeah, I do too. I want that job. That'd be a cool job. Matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to go tell my job. I'm done with computers. (laughs) Forget you. I'm going to go become a house noise debunker. That's right. I'm a spooky noise debunker. For $150, I'll come in your house and I will debunk every single noise you got. Yep. All All right, right, man. Great story, man. I liked it. It is a good Halloween story. Yeah. What do you say we get on to the uh, main story of the day? Let's rock. Today's topic is the Blue Ridge Encounters. Looking forward to this. Yeah. Never heard of this. Yeah, this I is never heard of this. This is something I hadn't heard about either until last week when I was looking around and I came upon this and I was like, this is pretty freaky. Which is good, folks, because this is the main point of our show. We've we've discussed it before, and what we try to do is dig down and find it. That's why most of the stories we discuss, we've either both never heard of it. One of us may have heard of it a little bit, but we like to really dig deep and bring those things out that are not commonly known. That's why we do this show. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, so uh, today, actually, the the research from uh, for this topic came from only two sources that I could find, okay. which, is, which is very limited. One is from a Reddit post um, in the Paranormal subreddit. Wow. Which is where the individual posted his uh, experiences initially. Nice. Then later on, his story became an episode on a show called These Woods Are Haunted. I have heard of that show. You have. I don't know why, but I have. Interesting. I never heard of it. But But I don't know why. I've never seen it. I've never watched, but I somehow I've heard of that I'm show. Sure, I'm sure it's probably come up some it's like weird. A, a commercial or something has come up for it while you're watching yeah. TV. Yeah, to me the Blue Ridge Mountains is just part of the song Country Roads by John Denver. Yeah. So I hadn't heard this show, but it came up under uh, looking for the research. And so mm-hmm. I went and watched the episode. And it's pretty interesting. Cool. Um, of course, like all of these shows, because it's one of those shows where like a haunting or um, paranormal 911, where they get the person there, they have them like on a chair or whatever, and they're telling you the story. And while they tell you the story, they have the reenactment. Oh, okay. You know, like, like a haunting. Yeah. I got and you. as they do, they tend to exaggerate some of the details. Of course. Especially when it comes to, not, not, not the person telling the story, the production team that makes the re- re- reenactment. Isn't that how it always is, though, bro? Because they want to make it scarier than of it. Than it I mean, yeah. first of all, the story is scary as it is, but then they, because it's, it's a visual medium, they want to make it scarier for the viewer. Yeah. And so they end up like exaggerating the ghost or the demon, whatever it is that happens. So, anyway, the story that the, the episode that I watched, it was pretty cool. Um, it was funny because it, as we get into this, 
It starts off with them seeing a truck parked in the woods off the road late at night, super late at night, and which shouldn't be there. Then they see a man walk back to the truck with a shovel in his hand, which seems suspicious. Uh-oh. No. Nah. Well, they mentioned, <laughs> yeah, John, the guy who, who wrote this, mentions that he, it just looked like a mountain guy, just a standard mountain guy. Yep. Well, of course, when it came time to do a reenactment for the show, you know, they wanted to make it look even more terif- uh, scarier. So they made the, the man look, I'm not even kidding, when I saw the man that they they re- they did, he looked like the creeper from Jeepers Creeper. Really? Yes. Holy crap. They gave him like this this mask. And- Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you got to check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off friends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store Kohl's account for details. This makeup that looked like the creeper, and then his hand had like a claw and like some hair on it. But that's not how John described him. He described him as just a regular wow. man. But for some reason, the show wanted to make it creepier, which is cool when I when I first saw it. But then as I was reading reading his story, and I was like, okay, the show completely just made that up. Yeah, I'm a fan of GP the Creep. I like him. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, it was it was it was interesting to see. It. But then of course later on, there's 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 like there are two different entities this guy sees. During this encounter. Strange. Yeah. Um, and of course, the, the other two ent- entities they see, he sees, are pretty frightening. Wow. But on the show, they make them even more frightening, of course. Oh, of course. That's how do. it is. It's still. Yeah. Probably sounds pretty damn interesting. So, yeah. So, that, that's, that's where the, the story comes from, is those two sources. And of course, all of our show notes, are, our research notes, are in the show notes. So, you can find them there and go look at them yourself. Absolutely. But this encounter takes place. In the Blue Ridge Mountains. The Blue Ridge Mountains are a physiographic province of the larger Appalachian Mountains range. The mountain range is located in the eastern United States and extends 550 miles southwest through West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Georgia. Well, I was going to say, the, you know, the Blue Ridge Mountains, Appalachian Mountains, that's where your, monster, your mountain monster boys. That's where Sheep Squatch is. Going, going after all them things. Where Mothman that, is. Yep. Yeah. Snallygaster, all that mess. That's right. <laughs> Now, this particular part of the Blue Ridge Mountains that the event occurs on is called the Blue Ridge Parkway. It's a national parkway and all-American road in the U.S. noted for its scenic beauty. The parkway, which is America's longest lineal park, runs for 469 miles through Carolina counties. Wow. Linking Shenandoah National Park to Great Smoky Mountains National Park. So, this takes place on this parkway, which is known for its scenic beauty. Five hundred miles. What he sees oh, in his shoot. section is not so beautiful and not yeah, so scenic. Not so. But let's get into it. So, one Saturday night in two thousand two, after work, John and a friend of his, Dennis, began heading out to an overlook just off the Blue Ridge Parkway. From this point on, we're going to call it the BRP. The burp. The burp. About halfway up from the entrance of the burp and the first lookout, they noticed a pickup truck three quarters out of the way into the woods off the road with only its interior light on and a man returning to the truck with a shovel in his hand. Up well, to no good, obviously. Well, he could, either that or he could have been uh, getting down in the truck with his girlfriend and had to go take a dump. All they saw was him. Because the interior light was on. Well, he had a shovel. Right. Know, he could have been catholing. Okay, but <laughs> they didn't see no girl in the truck. That's true. So he, if there was a girl in the truck, he probably buried her. Oh, man. Because they saw no other girl, just him. John and his friend 
instantly got creeped out, of course. I mean, I mean, you see a guy in the middle of the woods with a, with a shovel. Yeah. You see no one else in the truck because the interior light is on. You're thinking, okay, he's up to no good. But by this peculiar sight, and half-jokingly, both said that the guy was probably hiding a body, which, you know, logical. Yeah, sure. They described the man as a rough-looking mountain man, not Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> <laughs> so later that night they were leaving the brp as they drove by the exact spot where they had earlier seen the truck and the man they were blinded temporarily when suddenly the dome light in john's car turned on and as he said almost gave me a heart attack at the same time the the dome hey, light really yeah just went off in the car just went off real quick yeah Strange. the light went on for maybe a second or two and then shut off wow now, they both considered themselves rather rational individuals, but this still unnerved him because it would happen to be right by the area they saw the man with the truck. And the man's truck had the interior light on. Their light went on real quickly, so it kind of freaked them the hell out. Okay, so apparently somewhere on this range flies around a malicious dome light turning on ghost. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I don't want that job. Messing with the dome light, turning on no. the windshield wipers. You know. When they got to Dennis's house, they sat in his driveway and tried to make sense of it. That light only turns on when you open a door, of course, and they did not open a door as they were driving. Yeah. On his way home after dropping Dennis off, John had to drive back under the BRP bridge, and as he did, the interior light went on again. Oh, the hell with that. But, <laughs> but this time, it flickered a few times and then stayed off. Weird. Now, later on, one night, one of John's friends was driving behind him and saw the light go off from her car. That incident scared her so bad that she did not return to the BRP at night anymore. Really? So other people were seeing this light turn on. Not just Dennis and not just John and his friend, but a person driving behind him saw the light go on. Really? Yeah. So it's happening more than once. It's, it's a recurring occurrence. Strange. Sounds uh, redundant, but sounds like I want to go drive the BRP. I I, I want to too. I, I would I, do I, it. I want to find the Jeep uh, Jeeper Creeper. Darn straight. A few months later, John and Dennis went back to the first lookout off BRP to hang out. While sitting in the car, Dennis looked out his window towards the forest and saw the form of a woman crouching and walking towards the car. Hell no. <laughs> Fuck that. That's no. what I'm saying. I'm so, damn. Drop the F-bomb, but no Not even way. Okay. Seeing the form of a woman just in the forest is, would be rather unsettling enough. But the hell with that ring Crouching shit, and crouching walking. And yeah. Crouching, man. No. Hell no. <laughs> he yelled out, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's that's probably calmed down from what he actually said. Yeah, I'm probably sure it's a lot more. They stated it looked like a woman with long arms and had its head tilted to one side. Hell no. <laughs> Lock and load. Wait, wait. I'm, 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 I'm unloading my shotgun. Hell with that. Do you still want to go to the BRP? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's do let's it, man. Let's go cap that bitch. Let's go, let's go find that long arm lady. <laughs> I'm saying, hey, that's what we do, man. That's right. They eventually were able to make out a rope around the woman's neck. It was almost too clear, like someone purposely created this effect. They began to think Weird. maybe the man they saw with the shovel had in fact killed someone and buried the body out in the forest. After taking Dennis home, John's drive home took him near the spot again, and as he got near it, the light in his car went off a handful of times, which should have been impossible because by that time he had disabled the light by cutting the wires in the dome light. Damn. 
okay, yeah, this is getting good. I'm yeah. liking this. It's, it's getting yeah, weird. I'm, I'm, this is this is definite future road trip stuff. After your youngin is born and we get settled in, we're going to have to take some trips in the next couple of years. Go see some of this stuff. Absolutely. Suddenly, his car stalled. Oh, shit. <laughs> he pulled over on the shoulder of the road and finding no cell reception, proceeded to get out and check under the hood. You never get out. You're going to get out with keeping the creep out there. That's, you got long arm <laughs> shovel, bitch. You got- <laughs> or mistake number four. You never get out of the car when it's not working. Hell no. He felt like he was being watched the entire time he was out there. And while checking his engine, heard a low snarl come from the woods. Immediately after that, his car came back on. He jumped in and got the hell out of there. Oh, hell no. Man, this, <laughs> this is awesome. This is freaking awesome. As he began pulling back onto the road, his interior light again flickered, and he felt the right side of his body get colder by about 30 degrees. He's got something in the mm. car with him. Something mm. in the car with him. Something in the car. Oh, Lord. So after after seeing the girl and, and the guy and wondering if something nefarious had gone on in those woods, the next day he made an anonymous call to the Asheville PD to report what he had seen in the woods, the truck and the man, but did not mention any of the paranormal events that occurred. Uh, hey, uh Hi, my name is uh, Willie Jones, and <laughs> I was out on the BRP, and y'all need to check it out, because there's some weird shit going on out there. I'll I, I, I talk to you later. Can we get from that guy? No, y'all, I, no, click. BRP is as long as things. So I was like, <laughs> where do we start? Yeah, no kidding. Just go check all of it. <laughs> now, they hadn't heard of any disappearances or murders in that area, but after this, they did not visit the overlooks much. And stuck to the bars and pool halls for months until early the following year. Wow. On the last night, John ever visited the over by something they have never been able to explain. Wow. That night, both overlooks were crowded. So they drove to another area right off the road just past the first overlook. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of that going that's, on. That's what I was thinking what was going on with the first guy with the truck. With uh, the oh, yeah, on, yeah. But there's no girl in there. But no girl. No. Now she she too busy crouched in the woods trying to crawl around with her head tilted to the side. No. Yeah, crouching with long arms. Hell no, no. Well, what what did the uh, the kid in the ring do? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what. The kid in the ring come near me, getting his head blown off. <laughs> about one in the I'm morning. Damn. About one in the morning, they started hearing laughing coming from the woods close to the car. Oh. John and Dennis froze and listened. The laughing stopped. And they then heard what sounded like a horse snarl, followed by a whisper, a laugh again, and finally a room. <laughs> I'm out. They said, the hell with this. Yeah. They immediately closed the tailgate, jumped in the truck, and drove down to the first out- overlook. No, you dumbasses. You drive you home. keep going. <laughs> Get the fuck off the brp because some serious shit some scary going stuff on going on there. there no but that's white folk i know right yeah yeah <laughs> that's us white yeah folk. get out What's oh that? it's a great house let's stay well, here look, look well you know it's like we're talking about it too we're like hell man we need to yeah. go we but, white folks and we want to go back but we want, we want to go. go we want to go, back, see it go because we actually want to see that's right normal stuff because see, that's what we do we want to see this crazy stuff happen yeah. in the in person man oh man when they got down there they found it empty Still freaked out from the laughing that they just heard, they sat in silence for a while. Finally, his friend got out of the car to take a piss, and they both <laughs> got out to light a cigarette and smoke for a bit. 
I mean, hey, it scared the piss out of him, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it began to lightly rain, so they, they decided to head back to the car. Just before they got back to the car, they heard what sounded like a gallop or horse hooves getting louder from the area they were just in, smoking the cigarettes. Headless horsemen? Both John and his friend said they suddenly got an overwhelming feeling of evil and quickly jumped back into the car. That's when John saw the most terrifying thing of his life. As he started the car, he just happened to look back, and John saw what looked like a giant goat-like man running full speed towards the car. Holy shit. John distinctly saw horns on this giant creature as it emerged from the woods. He put the car in drive and drove like a bat out of hell from that area. Not a motor? What do they call those things? Sheep squatch. A sheep squatch? Yeah. Hey, that would work. His friend never looked back and never saw the creature, but he heard the galloping getting louder, and so he shut his eyes. Oh, hell. Pussy. <laughs> that was the last John ever visited the BRP, and as a matter of fact, he moved out of North Carolina in 2004, but his friend Dennis still lives there and never goes up to the overlook on the BRP at night. Okay, I'm going to say, wait a minute. How many times going up there and getting the literal hell scared out of them? These guys it were, took them before they bailed. I mean, I mean can, can you imagine? I mean, I mean, okay, so again, watching the show, These Woods Are Haunted, they, the, the creature they have coming out of the woods that they, that they, that they show on there is, to me, it's ridiculous. Okay. Okay, like it's got horns. It's, it's like eight feet tall. Oh, jeez. It's got horns. It's got like a skull for a face or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure John told him what it looked like that he saw. And, of course, they just ran with it because they wanted it to be scarier. Gotcha. But reading his story, because reading his story on Reddit, and, and the first time I read it, it was, it was creepy as hell. Rereading it now out loud literally gave me goosebumps. Wow. Yeah, it freaked it me is, out. It is. That is pretty damn creepy. Because the idea of, of, of uh, you know, the, the, the long-armed, you know, crouching lady is creepy as, as well. Oh, geez. But being in an area where, you know, you, you're, you're sitting there smoking whatever, and you get back into your car, and then as you're pulling out the exact area you were in mm-hmm. a moment ago, a large horned figure comes crashing out of those woods, running full speed at your car, yeah. just where you were at. Yep. That's scary as hell. And what do you do? You close your eyes. That, that, that's what Dennis did. Dennis There's no was, place like home. There's no place yeah. like home. No, Dennis was chicken shit. Start the car and haul ass. Yeah. Or quit going up there. Well, they did know. eventually. <laughs> I guess, but jeez, man. But no, but to see something like that, yes, would it scare the crap out of me? Of course it would. But to see actually catalog so, something like that, maybe even get it on video. I mean, holy crap, like the video, I know you've probably ever seen it, the two yeah. Russian guys in a car. Yeah. And they drive on that back road and there's that witch in the middle of the road oh, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's They claim it's a Rus- couple of Russian guys or something. Yeah, or I've seen that one. I think, I think it was eventually debunked. But they keep backing up, and that thing is hauling ass yeah. and stays right on them. It's a creepy video. It it's is. Very creepy. Creepy video, yeah. But, but I mean, okay, even with you, you being a mountain man, you having your guns or whatever, if, if, if you had your truck that's still facing gonna the make, road. That's still going to make, that's going to still punker my, punk, so, what puck, do they call it, pucker the old sphincter? Pucker the old sphincter. Hell but like, yeah, see something like that. Would, would, okay, after your first thought is, holy hell, what in the hell is that? That's scary it, as shit. Yep. Would your, because you being who you are, would your next thought be, okay, I got a shotgun in this car, get out and shoot the fuck out of it? I wouldn't. First of all, you don't get out the damn car. <laughs> if you, you don't know out. what it is, your car provides some element of protection for mm-hmm. you 
until you can evaluate what the hell it is that's coming at you. Uh-huh. Plus, it's your only means of escape. Because if this thing is hauling ass, and if it's a, was it two-legged or four-legged? It was two-legged. It, it was two-legged. It was on two-legged, yeah. Holy shit, yeah. That's definitely <laughs> sheep squat that's sounding. Sheep, that, that's, what, that's what I thought. Again, the, the thing Well, it's in that range. Right, and right. It, and no, that it's thing horn. can roam everywhere. They said it, was, they said it was giant, so it's at least... Six or seven feet tall. So we're going to say sheep squat. Yeah. And, and again, the, the the TV show, These Woods Are Haunted, didn't make it out to look like sheep squatch. It was like some other supernatural creature. Yeah. But I'm thinking sheep squatch because there are tons of reports of Bigfoot being uh, quite hostile. Yes. And so it, it just stands to, to reason that a sheep squatch would also be hostile. Man. But the fact that this is some sort of a, some sort of offshoot of the Bigfoot family. Yeah. It might even be like some sort of mentally unstable, which would make it angry. Yes. You know, and maybe it didn't like the fact that they were pissing and smoking near its home. That's right. Cryptozoology. Cryptozoology. Cryptozoological. Zoological. Zoological. Discussion 101. Anthropology. Yeah. It's quite. It's quite interesting. It's quite a made up term, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean th- that's what I thought. I I'm just in my picture, in my head, and picturing. But okay, here's the thing: if that's the case, these guys along the same short stretch of this Im- immensely long road parkway, mm-hmm. right, of this immensely huge uh, mountain range. Yep. Okay, just in this small area, they came across possibly Jeepers Creepers, which was just a man. Jeepers Creep. Uh, uh, they probably came across a man bearing something. Yep. They came across a long armed. You know, crooked neck, crooked neck, rope on the neck, crouching, bitch, as I scary call lady, yeah. 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 And then they came across sheep squatch. Golly. Okay. Either these guys, you know, either either these these things, that particular section of the woods is really really haunted, or, or these guys, or they, just, they have the worst luck in the world. What horrible worst luck? luck. <laughs> hey, let's let's uh, to hell with this overlook. Let's go down about six miles down here. Oh crap. But if you came to me and said, and said, "Hey, let's go, let's go hang out at this place where people hang out," still, I'd be like, "Dude, do you not remember the last year we saw the dude burying somebody, and then yeah. we saw long, long arm, crooked neck lady? I don't go anywhere near back that place. How how much is it going to take to convince <laughs> you that that's your ass if that, you go up there? That you don't have any any luck in that area. Yeah, we, hanging out without without something no, creepy trying to get you. No, ma'am, I'm gonna tell you what. That's a good find, brother. That's a damn creepy story. I'd like to actually see more, hear more about that at some point. I know, and I, I thought it'd be a very, very good uh, story to be told right before Halloween because that would make a hell of a movie too. I, I wonder think if it would. They actually, yeah. made an actual movie about it. make a good hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes sucky Easily. horror movie about that. An Amazon only one or something? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shit. All Maybe right, we'll do it. <laughs> Let's do it. State yeah. of Fear Productions presents, presents the Blue Ridge Encounter. The long arm bitch. That's right. <laughs> All right, James. Why don't you tell the fine folks at home where they can find us if they want to find us? Well, you ain't going to find our ass on the BRP right Hell now. No. Not right now. But maybe later. Maybe later. But yeah. right now, you can find us on the fourthhand.com media network along with our sister project, What to Suck. You can also find several other very fine programs on there. Yes, you can. Give them a listen. Give them a like. Give them a follow. They're great guys. You can also find us, of course, on the big evil, as I call it, Facebook. We are on Instagram, and we are, of course, on Twitter. We also have a 
Patreon page. Ah, yes. Patreon.com forward slash state of fear, all one word. And we also have tpublic.com. We have a merch store. Yes, just go search just for state of fear. Go search for state of fear. You can find us, get all kinds of goodies. We have a couple different designs on there, so go check them out. Yep. All right, bud. Well, let's uh, let's get the hell out of the BRP. That's right. Let's head to our next state. And before we do that, why don't you uh, reach into that box down yeah, there? Yeah, it's about that time. And, we need uh, to get some jams on here. Yeah, let's see what fine. I can find. What the hell? Okay. All right. Here what we got we a got, good man? one here. We got Eco the Rain Man. He's an American-Brazilian hip-hop artist and filmmaker from South Florida. All right. Wow, you want to talk about from all over. I know, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's Ico or Eco, but we'll just call it whatever it is. Ico, Eco. Either way, he's, he's the Rain Man. You say tomato, I say tomato, right? That's right. Eco draws his lyrical inspiration from comic books, cult television shows, video games, and much more. Very cool. He has achieved his growing popularity due to his unique blend of popular cultural references in his songs, as well as his fast-paced delivery. Really fast. Really fast. His primary musical influences include Pharaoh Monch, Childish Gambino, and MF Doom. All right. And uh, what's the song name is... of this jam is called Existence Archive. Sweet. Let's slip it on in and head down the road. Let's brother. get the hell out of the BRP, buddy. Yep. There's a legend of darkness that created this heartless. Live as an artist and I profit. I'm living life like it's lawless. I've erased my name from that coffin. I've leveled up as a novice. The story of Odin, the one who was chosen. OB5 rebuilt the offense like the prince who was banished and seeking his throne. The legends, they call me Young Noctis. Owls, we move in the dark, but we're powered by light. We remain in your conscience. I've never conformed with these kids in the hallway. I'd rather see my name up in Broadway. Broadway. Brothers that ride with me, raid and they die for me. Know that we're winning this ball game. Ball game. Pledge the allegiance for the ones who were grieving, achieving success is the conquest. conquest. Tell her all that you know. I don't rap, but just snow. No, love is a fable, I know. I rap for the money and gold. Not, not for the honeys and hoes. I'm sorry, I'm letting you go. Shout out my chick, she's a mess. Look, look at me, shorty, I flex. Look at what I've done. I'm the king of the boats. Look at where I'm from. And I reign on the ocean. Look at the blood, look at the dirt. Look at the way that I bang on this drum. Eternally known. Some gold out of this vision. I traded my soul, not to the omen that barters for work. Confined to a slave ship, I traded my worth. Feeding your family, yo, what is this worth? Game of the hungry and death is a sport. The only one left, yo, I reign on the court. The raps I import from the pain I endorse. Beware of the winter and wolf from the north. Wait, 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 come on, let me slow down. Cause I think I said too much Feds have tapped my phone, they on to me Don't call this as a bluff, let it erupt I pick up my pen and I bust I told you that I just do not give a fuck I, I never gave up that, that is the difference between me and you Is that I live in this booth I the turtle hermit, mics and pledge burn it Whackers don't condone it, pens I leave eroded Time age on the time, I'm always on the grind My mind has been confined, no one can save me I picked up my pen, I started the war Call on the owls and gather the swords Hero was time, I am master the sword A slave to the rhythm, my vision was hope. I created some gold. 
My bishop was hopeless.